Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, October 18th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We have got the text line open for you this hour at 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. i got a fun show planned for you today. We're going to hear from the voice of the James Madison Dukes. Dave Rigert, he's joining me in about seven or eight minutes. We'll talk about tomorrow's matchup between Marshall and James Madison. Also, we're going to hear from Sydney Shelton from Marshall's marketing department. We're going to catch up with her. A lot of events, promotions, things that you might need to know, you want to know. So Sydney will get us updated on all of that. And, of course, we will open up our text line this hour at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Big one tonight. I know after this show, I'm going to be darting home, making sure that I can get ESPN Plus working, make sure I get it hooked up right, because Mountain State Derby, number one Marshall, Versus number five, West Virginia, coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. It is sold out in Morgantown. Both teams are undefeated. Let me qualify this, however. West Virginia is 9-0-4. and 2-0-3 in the Sun Belt. The Thundering Herd is a perfect, pristine 12-0, 5-0 in Sun Belt play. All comes down to, of course, what you do in the postseason. At this point, I think Marshall is guaranteed a spot. I know Chris Grassy would like to go through the season pristine, perfect, clean sheet, as they say. So that's coming up tonight. Should be a fun one. Anything can happen here. I, West Virginia, Marshall, you throw these records out. They mean nothing. It'll be an intense team contest tonight. I like the herd in this one. Unless Marshall beats Marshall, this is one of those games where herd beaters are the only thing that can beat Marshall. To borrow from Coach Huff, herd beaters. If Chris Grassy's squad doesn't have any herd beaters, Marshall wins easily over the Mountaineers. Sunbelt action yesterday, I, I couldn't do it. I just absolutely couldn't do it. South Alabama beat Southern Miss 55-3. I couldn't do it. I tried. At, at one point, I'm like, why, why? Why am I bothering with this? It's not interesting anymore. It's not entertaining. South Alabama just beat South. See, I don't have words for it because it was, it was that bad. So South Alabama gets the win over Southern Miss 55-3. to that's, that's not very good. That is not very good. So what does that do for the standings? Well, South Alabama improves now to 2-1 and one in league play. Southern Miss drops to 0-4. It's not been a good transition for Southern Miss in the Sun Belt. And that's the team years ago, not that long ago, but years ago, 
was the flag waver for Conference USA. And I always thought that a good Southern Miss team made the league better. And I still believe that. If Southern Miss turned it around tomorrow and Southern Miss is the team we're all talking about as being undefeated, if they're the team that the West Division is chasing, I think that makes the West Division better. I think that makes the league better. I really think that that's a program that, if good, people gravitate to. They have, or had at least, they had a little swagger to them. Marshall's trying to get that swagger back. The Thundering Herd coming into this one tomorrow. Four and two, one and one in league play. James Madison's got that swagger right now. They are three and oh, six and oh in the transition year. Not eligible for the Sun Belt Championship. However, I don't think they're playing for that. They're playing for pride. They're playing for a statement, really. If this team's undefeated, I know it's a transition year. It's year two of the transition year. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Marshall had to go through a transition, making the move from one double A to then one A? Do you do you believe that Marshall football would be the same? How much would we have missed out on if Marshall had to have sort of a a holding period between making the move from that one double A championship to getting the program to the point where it had that undefeated season. You Chad Pennington, Byron Leftwich, Randy Moss, all these guys. How much of that would we have really missed out on? And it's, I hate to think about it. And then now I look at James Madison, and of course they're steamrolling, but they can't compete in a bowl. They can't go out and actually claim the championship I mean, they're the de facto champions, right? If they go undefeated, they're the de facto champions. Nobody beat them. Uncrowned champion. They're sort of like Central Florida. National champions. They put that on the stadium press box. They're the national champions. Because nobody beat them. They didn't get a chance to go out and prove it. And no one had a chance to knock them off. There wasn't an opportunity for them to compete for the national championship. So they're... The national champions, in their minds, Sunbelt East Division champs, at least James Madison could be the champ and still not have the opportunity to play for the league championship. But Marshall can make a case for itself coming up tomorrow as the Thundering Herd will get set to take on James Madison. We got that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We go on the air at 4 o'clock. I'm looking forward to it. The good news is I get to get off work early, play hooky a little bit. I got to go over to the stadium. Uh, terrible, right? Terrible job. Get to leave here early, hang out with you on the West Lot. I'm sure a lot of you are leaving work early. I'll be looking forward to seeing all of you tomorrow, and we'll get that underway 4 o'clock on the West Lot. Looking forward to it here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So when we continue, let's get this show really going because we've got Dave Riggard. He is the play-by-play voice of James Madison, and later on from Marshall's marketing department, Sidney Shelton. All of that's coming up, and your text at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you are a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you are a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender, member, NCUA. Get big savings when insulating your home with 11% off all insulation. A properly insulated home can save you money on your utility bill, all while increasing your family's comfort. And the savings continue with additional federal tax credits on qualifying energy efficiency home improvement purchases. A roll of R13 craft paper faced insulation is $12.10 after 11% rebate. Good through October 22nd. Savings are a mail in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tomorrow night, Marshall plays host to preseason favorite James Madison. James Madison right now 3-0 in league play, 6-0 overall. Unfortunately for James Madison, still not eligible for that conference championship. I don't think they care right now. They're just out to make a statement. But according to James Madison coach, Signetti, it's a trap game, and hopefully give us a little bit more detail about that, is the voice of the Dukes, Dave Rigert. Dave, thanks for doing it today. I, I really appreciate it. And you know how um, how worried is Coach really coming into this game, calling it a trap game, which uh, I think got uh, a little bit of an amusement from Coach Huff earlier today and yesterday and the day before. <laughs> Uh, I think he's just trying anything to get motivation for his guys. And I don't know that he really needs to, but, but he's a guy that always wants to find the edge uh, on, on an opponent, on a game, whatever it is. And I know he still is frustrated last year when they were 5-0, and struggling. And his team, I think, took for granted going down to Georgia Southern a year ago when they were ranked in the top 25. They were 5-0, and flying pretty high, and they didn't, they didn't play well down there. 
Obviously, it was kind of the same scenario this year. Last week when they played Georgia Southern, they're 5-0 and just on the outside of the top 25, and um, they took care of business. So he's trying to get every every ounce of motivation out of his guys. Again, I don't think he needs to, but, but he tries every week to try and find some way to, to try and do that. So basically, he's the Michael Jordan of the Sun Belt, just looking for reasons <laughs> and making things up. Absolutely, yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> I, he could have pointed out that Marshall leads the all-time series uh, three the nothing. I'm sure, other than last year's game, that doesn't really factor into the mindset of these young men. But yeah, he could have found a lot of things. Instead, uh, Coach Up is suggesting he, he take the team to go see Barbie, get some ice cream. Um, you know, when when you guys heard that, uh, what was the reaction to Coach Up's response? Uh, it was pretty funny. We, I, I, I've gotten to know Coach Huff a little bit over the last couple of years being in the Sun Belt, talking to him at the Sun Belt Media Days. I interviewed him yesterday for our pregame show, and I um, really enjoy Coach Huff. But um, it was funny just to kind of have him, um, kind of the back and forth, not that they're going at each other, but just kind of having a little trading some barbs here and there and having some fun with it. That, 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 I think this has the makings of a rivalry just because of these two programs, these two schools, just how they operate. I just feel like they're very, very similar. And, and obviously Marshall now being in the Sun Belt, JMU being in the Sun Belt, there's just more like-minded programs and universities that are much like these two programs. And I think that's why this, this Sun Belt works and why the East Division works and how it's going to, I think, continue to evolve into what it, what it, what he, everybody thinks it's going to be. So I think this is going to turn into a really good rivalry just because the, the two programs and, and uh, universities are very similar. I'm just curious, you, you know him better than I do, when I listen to Coach Signetti answer questions week after week about not being bowl eligible, not being able to win the, the conference championship, at what point is he going to get super annoyed with that? Because we all know at this point that it feels unfair. This is a team that absolutely should get into a bowl game, deserves an opportunity to win the can- the championship if they're the best team. And I go back to Marshall's days moving out of 1AA into 1A. We would have missed out on Chad Pennington and a lot of players if mm-hmm. that penalty, feels like a penalty, was in place. Marshall was able to jump right away. James Madison has to wait two years. Yeah, I think he's pretty annoyed right now. I don't know that he has to wait, but he's been pretty he's he's been pretty consistent with his message the last few probably the last month or so, talking about how common sense will prevail. And I think he's trying to to kind of he's very intelligent in what he says. He doesn't just say something to say something. He 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 thinks things out. And when he says that, he's trying to I think to get that out there as much as possible so that the people that do make the decisions hear him continue to say that, that, hey, common sense will prevail, that, again, we'll, we'll see what happens and, and everything like that. So um, he doesn't just say things to say things. When he says that there's a reason behind it, and he does a really good job of kind of, I think, poking and prodding and, and, and trying to let people really understand what he's thinking, what he what he means and everything like that. So. Um, I think there's always some meaning behind what he says. There always is something, and I, I think he's trying to let the NCAA know that, hey, common sense will prevail, right? And the more he says it, it'll prevail, right? It'll work. So we'll see if it does or not. But, again, I think it's been pretty incredible what they've been able to do, just knowing that they right now can't play for a championship, can't go to a bowl game, that they haven't lost a ton of guys. They've lost a few to the Power Fives. They've lost a few to SEC and Big 12 schools. 
but they haven't lost a ton. They've retained a lot of guys to be able to keep this program intact and win football games. And that's been pretty incredible for this coaching staff to be able to do that. And that's a huge factor in why they've been so successful. They were a successful program making the jump. And then you tell a young man, hey, you can't compete for a championship. You're going to graduate and not have an opportunity to play in a bowl game. And they stay. So that's a testament to what's happening at JMU. It is, and they've lost. Antoine Wells went to South Carolina. Diamante Tucker Dorsey went to Texas. Uh, Wesley McCormick went to West Virginia. We saw Isaac Uku after spring ball end up going to Ole Miss. He's got three sacks for the Rebels right now. But other than that, there's been some guys leave, but guys that weren't playing. And that's just kind of that's the, the nature of, of this business. So it's it's been pretty amazing to see guys stay that probably could have left. We've uh, I've talked to some players that that were thinking about it, but they love the culture. They love and what they've built and what they want to be a part of. And a lot of guys want to be a part of the first team to make the transition and do what they did a year ago and win eight football games and, and do that for the first time and, and be, again, the, the kings of the East, they called it, having the best record in the East last year. So, and, and, again, it's just one more year. They were hoping to get the waiver. The one thing, when, when they had the waiver to the NCAA, there was a lot of concern that if that did not pass, which it didn't, that guys would jump. And really, they didn't. And I, I was shocked that there weren't guys that left, just because, especially some of the one-year guys that came in or guys that had one year left, it's just like, well, they can't play for a championship again. So all of a sudden, now they're going to go try and play for a championship somewhere. And the guys that have left, we've heard them. That's kind of been the reason why. And they haven't. It's just to the, the culture that they've built and, and the belief that they have in, in, in one another. And this team is really connected. That's the one thing I really liked the last couple of years about this team is that they've re- they're really connected on and off the field and they play for one another. My guest is the voice of the Dukes, Dave Rigard. Dave, fairly new in the position. How does it feel just to sit down, walk into this position, and already have a championship-caliber program to call football games for? Well, it's been – I landed in the right place at the right time. There's no doubt about that because the job came open. It, it was right before the uh, the 2021 season, and that was their last year in the FCS, which at the time they didn't know. Um, at the time, they were still one of the FCS powers. They were going to contend for a national championship. Um, that They had year in and year out. They've won a couple already, but always competing with North Dakota State for, the, for championships. And I, I came in early in the season in the 2021 campaign, and then all of a sudden in November, uh, actually it was, it was a little bit before that when Oklahoma and Texas decided that they were going to move to the SEC and then the dominoes started to fall and then all the talk about the Sun Belt happened. And obviously you guys in, in Huntington know this very well also because you were a part of that moving from Conference USA. And when the dominoes started to fall with Oklahoma and Texas saying they're going to the SEC, um, things started to roll for JMU pretty quickly. And all of a sudden I'm calling games for a really good FCS team, which is fun, but then <laughs> they're going to make the transition immediately and jump right into FBS football, jump into a great league in the Sun Belt. So it is, it's been, I've been very fortunate. There's no doubt, especially when you, when you think about it now, there's 133 FBS teams. I mean, there's only 133 jobs like this in the world. Um, so <laughs> I'll, I'll take one of those and it, it's been pretty good fortune for me, but it's been pretty incredible what they've done going 14 and three in their first 17 games. In the, in the FBS era the, during this transition, it's been pretty incredible. I did not think it would be like this. I thought they'd have their growing pains, and, and they've, they've proven me wrong. They've proven a lot of people wrong, but they've, been, they've believed in themselves and what they can do in this program. And um, it, Again, it's, it's been pretty, pretty incredible what they've done. 
My guest, the voice of the Dukes, Dave Riggert, the team coming in on Thursday is loaded. You look at this team top to bottom. You've seen them week in and week out. Coach Huff thought uh, that defensively they could play in the NFL. I don't know if they're NFL caliber. You tell me. They're pretty good, though. (laughs) They are not NFL caliber, um, but they are very, very good. And, you know, the depth up front was a major concern coming into the season. And I, I mentioned Isaac Uku earlier this year. And he's a guy that, that's playing for Ole Miss right now, has three sacks for them. And he was he's a guy in his seventh year. He's one of the guys that has been injured. He's had a couple of ACL tears. He had a COVID year, so getting a seventh year. And he was planning on coming back. He's had a great last couple of years. But he just had an after-spring ball to, to get that NIL money and, and go to the SEC and do all that, which, again, you can't blame a kid for. But it really put them in a tough spot where if they would have known earlier, then they could recruit someone or bring a transfer in, something like that. So there was concern about the depth of the defensive line just because the top four guys are all kind of solidified. There's a fifth and sixth that play quite a bit. But after that, there's a lot of young players that were unknown, unproven, a lot of redshirt freshmen and guys like that. Um, so the guys right now that are playing, they're, they're top four, and then a couple of backups in Tyreek Taylor and Emmanuel Bush, who played at Marshall a year ago, are getting some snaps. But those top four guys are playing a ton of snaps right now and i thought that would it would catch up to them here at some point and now it may it still may but right now they're playing at an unbelievable level jamry chroma jalen green uh mikhail kamara uh james carpenter's the other one they all almost have career best numbers already this season and when you look at stats normally you can look at, at tackle numbers and you're seeing linebackers and safeties guys like that well Tacklers two, three, four, and five on this team are all defensive linemen. You don't see that when you look at team tackle numbers because those, again, defensive linemen aren't getting the stats. Some defensive ends will get sacks and some TFLs, things like that. But these guys are, are making plays in the backfield, and they're making it easier for the linebackers and the safeties and everybody else to play defense. The defensive line is playing unbelievable right now. They're not NFL quality, but they might be power five quality right now. The run defense has been an issue that's come up because Marshall likes to run. Rasheen Ali, if you had him on your team, you would run him too, I'm sure. And Coach Huff joked about the fact that teams like to run on the herd because they've been susceptible to it. But when it comes to James Madison, teams don't want to run on James Madison. They want to attack them and try to to beat them with the pass, and they're finding that they're not having success there as well. Why is this defense so balanced, and why do you think teams are are shying away from attacking that run defense? Well, it was was pretty amazing. When the Dukes went to play Troy in Week 3, obviously uh, Kamani Vidal, he was leading the country in rushing right now. He leads the Sun Belt in rushing. Very talented, first-team running back a year ago. You guys know about him. Um, and they abandoned the run. It, w- it was pretty incredible to, to see a team like Troy, who's physical, who wants to run the football, abandon the run. They almost didn't even try it to begin the game. They, they had a couple of carries, and then they abandoned the run. Teams just feel like they cannot run the football. Um, so they're almost abandoning early in these games, and it's been pretty incredible to see that teams don't continue to stick with it. The team that's ran the ball the best against the Dukes is Bucknell from the FCS in week number one, and they stuck with it a little bit longer, and but but teams so far this year just have kind of abandoned the run. Now, they haven't had success. That's part of it. And, and the Deuce offense has been really fast starting, which has helped them build leads. 
Heck, they were up 24 nothing at Utah State. They were up 17 nothing or 14 nothing. I guess it was, at Virginia. So they've jumped on teams pretty early, which puts those teams obviously behind the eight ball and thinking that they've got to come back with the pass. So that's – and again, James Madison defensively has not been good against the pass. They're one of the worst teams in the country against the pass, but some of that is because they're so good against the run that teams throw the football 50 times per game. And teams have had to do that because of the fast starts of the offense and then just the ability to stop the run to this defense. But the one thing when teams do try and throw the football – is this team is now third in the country in sacks. They were first last week. They're third right now in sacks in the country. Um, and Jalen Green, again, having a great year. He's one of the tops in the country in sacks as well. So they're disrupting the quarterback and making it hard on those guys. So that's why it's been so balanced. I, I've, I'll, be surpri- I'll be surprised if Marshall shies away from running the football just because of, of that's their style. That's what they want to do. They've got one of the best backs in the country. So I don't think they will. Um, but it's been pretty amazing to see some of these teams kind of abandon the run. Yeah, and I don't think Marshall is hacking tomorrow the run defense out of arrogance. Uh, center Logan Osborne said that this very same thing, teams abandon the run, and he thinks that Marshall, or at least you can run on the Dukes, and maybe patience is going to be key here. I don't know if this is going to be a low-scoring affair or not. I'm kind of anticipating a high-scoring affair, to be honest with you, because offensively, as you mentioned, Fast start, you have a high-octane offense, and you've got a quarterback that Coach Huff described as a good quarterback but plays well in the system, and I'm talking about Jordan McLeod. Do you think he's more a product of the system or the system is being successful because of him? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think he really has benefited from this system because when you look at his his numbers, again, he had made 19 starts coming into this season at uh, at the FBS level at South Florida and at Arizona. And he had 23 total touchdowns in 19 games. So, obviously, he's got talent. His, his brother's in the National Football League, a receiver for the 49ers. So there's talent in that family, there's no doubt. And he has talent. But this system does seem to play to him. And, again, Tino Sinceri came in from Alabama a couple of years ago, and he's the quarterback's coach. And he's done a really, really good job with the quarterbacks here at JMU. Obviously, Todd Centeno a year ago, Cole Johnson the year before that and just puts them in the right spot, and they've got answers. He's their passing game coordinator, and it seems like they've got answers for everything that, that a defense does. So this system is very quarterback-friendly. Um, Cole Johnson threw for 42 touchdowns two years ago. Todd Santeo was the offensive player of the year last year in the Sun Belt, and Jordan McLeod is well on his way to having his best year of his career. Um, he's got 14 TDs, three picks, and again, coming in, he had only 23 total touchdowns and 19 starts. So I think, it, I think this system is very quarterback-friendly in what they do, so I think there is some merit to that. But he stepped up, and I want to give Jordan a lot of credit because he did not win the job coming out of fall camp. It was redshirt freshman Alonzo Barnett, and Alonzo was not good in game one. Jordan came in. He stayed ready. He stayed work, He stayed with his head down and just worked and, and got better. And he came in in game one and played well and has taken off ever since. And it seems like it's his team right now, and he is really, really playing at a high level. My guest, the voice of the Dukes, Dave Rickert. He is uh, heading to Huntington What's the travel plans look like? I know we don't have that much time. we got a day before. Are they coming in late? Are they already here? You know, what's the travel plan? The, I'm going to head to the airport here momentarily, ah. and uh, we will catch a flight tonight, actually. They're going to get a charter flight to Huntington tonight. So it's about a 40-minute flight from Harrisonburg, but they didn't want to take a bus tonight. They want to do a normal practice on, on Wednesday and take the charter flight tonight, and they'll be in late tonight in Huntington. First time in Huntington for you, or have you been through before? I came here. I, I came there last year for basketball. Okay, that was my that's, first time. That was your first I have time. Have not been for football yet. So this will be the first time for you at Jones C. Edwards Stadium. And what are you looking forward to with this game? Because these two 
programs, you would think that they have a storied history the way that they have some connections with each other, the 1AA days, that they've only met a few times on the football field, but it feels like these are our longtime rivals getting together tomorrow. It, it really does feel like that. Um, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, I think these two programs are very similar in, in how they're built, how they operate, their culture that they have. And I think this is going to turn into a great rivalry. I think there's going to be great rivalries in, this, in the East Division. Um, I think JMU and Marshall are, are very similar. JMU, ODU, obviously. JMU, Coastal, App State. Again, all these teams are very similar in, in how they operate. But I just the, the one thing I'm looking forward to is kind of what we talked about. Marshall running the football and JMU stopping the run. Rasheen Ali, one of the best backs in the country, and finds the end zone almost every single week a couple times. Can JMU contain that run game and kind of force it into Cam Fancher's hands and, and, and see what they can do? I think that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. And, and then, obviously, Owen Porter was a game wrecker a year ago in Harrisonburg. He, de- he destroyed the tackles for JMU, and, and he wrecked that game. And I want to see what they do against Owen Porter and that defense. Because still, again, even though they've had some struggles on that side, they're still getting after the quarterback and intercepting the football. So they're still disrupting the pass game. So those are some things that I'm looking forward to seeing with this one tomorrow. My guest, the voice of the JMU Dukes, Dave Rigger. Dave, safe travels coming into Huntington. We're looking forward to it tomorrow. It's a nationally televised game. Big-time atmosphere, I hope, for both teams. And should be fun as uh, James Madison. Uh, I know a lot of people circled this one on the Marshall calendar. I hope that's the same for the James Madison fans. I think it will be almost every single year. But, yeah, there's a lot of anticipation for this one, no doubt about that. Paul, thank you very much, man. Anytime. Dave Rigger, the voice of the Dukes. We appreciate him coming on We when we continue. Sydney Shelton's checking in with us uh, from the Marshall Marketing Department. We're going to get you caught up in everything that's happening for the game tomorrow and coming up this weekend as well when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, John Garton, 304-525-1116. In Barbersville, Marcia Slater, 304-736-6100. And in Cerrito, Aaron Billups, 304-453-4600. Imagine this. It's a chilly winter morning. It snowed a little overnight. You think to yourself, is my car ready for this? There are multiple steps you could take to see if your car is ready for winter. Or one simple one. Have the pros at TikTok Tire make sure your car is ready for winter. They'll check your battery, tires, fluids, wipers, and hoses. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Give the pros at TikTok Tire a call and they'll be happy to answer any questions. Winterize your car at TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Call today for your appointment at 304 525 7831. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub calzones and their signature big red all dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or italian rolls giovanni's pizza fresh hot and tasty have it delivered right to your door giovanni's the italian place to be 
Check out Working Man Store in Huntington, the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as MedCouture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 145th Avenue. Huntington. We asked kids what it took to be a dad. This is what they had to say. A father is always present. I mean, what, father, what real father figure can you have if they're not there? In order to be a good dad, you need to love, love your son. You need to put gas in your car so you don't break down in the middle of nowhere. And you need to make them breakfast. Yep. I mean, just to maybe um, play, like, a board game with me or to just stay home and play um, some video games with me. Just to do, like, that one little thing is what I really look forward to. I'm not asking him to be a perfect dad, but he should try. He's just a constant force in my life. There's no other type of love like a dad's love because it's not comparable to anything else. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up tomorrow... Looking forward to seeing all of you on the West lot. We get underway with our broadcast 4 o'clock. We'll be out there with West Virginia and Appalachian Laborers District Council College Football today. Presented by Layuna, your workforce solution, WVLDC.org. Marshall's playing James Madison. I get to take off work early. Someone who doesn't get to take off work early is my friend, Sidney Shelton, Marshall Marketing. What's up, Sid? How are we doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. It's uh, it's game week, and it's tomorrow. I don't have to wait till Saturday, so we'll just get this going now. Marshall, National TV, James Madison, going to be a big, big game tomorrow, and we got a lot of fun things to talk about. Thursday atmosphere, there's going to be a lot of things going on for fans. You know, What do you got in store tomorrow to, to just to make the experience even better? What do you got going on? So we are just going to pretend like it's a normal Saturday game day. We've got Thunderwalk, we've got Fan Fest, you know, all the things that you're normally going to see on a, on a game day, we've got. We want to make sure everyone's out in the West Lot tailgating. You know, we, uh, we put a permission to have Friday off work. We got that permission slip on social media, so make sure you grab that, send it to your boss, because it's going to be a late night tomorrow. But, you know, we're super excited to have fans at the Joan and uh, to cheer on the herd. So permission slip. You think my boss would would let me off? You think that would work with here? I mean, I think so. I mean, you got some pretty awesome bosses over there. Okay, so that's good. I think if you you got that permission slip filled out, you know, it's signed by Marco and he just passed that along. I think it'll go over well. I like it. So, you know, so the 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 excuses, hey, come see the herd, take off work early, play hooky, come see the herd. I mean, how many times do you get an opportunity just to say, "Hey, look, I I can't work long day on Thursday. I got to go support the herd. I mean, what boss is going to turn you down? I don't think so. 
Exactly. And when you go in there and tell them you're leaving early, you got to make sure you bring them with you. You know, say, hey, not only am I leaving work early, but you got to come with me to the game, too. I like it. Sydney Shelton's with us with Marshall Marketing. So we got a normal game day experience. That's the, the first thing that fans need to know. Uh, when's the West Lot open up tomorrow? West Lot opens at 3 p.m. tomorrow. So parking, everything, everything normal. Three o'clock, so everyone who uh, normally would come out and tailgate, get there, get there at three o'clock, set up. So I'm looking forward to that on the west lot, and of course the uh, the kids fun zone. Um, that's really taken off. I'm having a hard time finding game day parking early because people are already arriving to go see what's happening with Marco and everything else that's happening in the kids zone. Sid, you're killing me. I can't find a place to park. You like it that way. You got to get there earlier to support the herd. Uh, but no, we're super grateful for the fans that have come out so far to the Thunderwalk and to Fan FanFest. And we're super excited to welcome new fans. So if you haven't been to Thunderwalk, that will be at 4.30. So you line up on the West Lot, um, on the shoey end of the West Lot, kind of at that first gate. And the marching band will be there, our cheerleaders, our dance team, more fans and family, you know. We want everyone to come out, kind of welcome our guys to the stadium, to the game, as they head in to prepare uh, to face James Madison. And then when that's over, you head over to Fan Fest, and we've got inflatables and barbecue and tattoo and balloon animals and all kinds of things. And I hear that a certain Taylor Swift may be making an appearance to take some photos with some fans. What? Yeah, you know, she made an appearance at the last home game. She was up in the sweet boxes, you know, enjoying her time uh, with our athletic director and everyone in his box. And I heard she's going to be at FanFest, so you'll have to go over and check it out and see if you can get a photo with her. Did you tell Luke Creasy, HD Media's Luke Creasy, the biggest Taylor Swift fan I know, did you tell him? We we have put it on social media, so I'm hoping that Luke has seen it, but um, just in case he hasn't. Now he'll know. Okay. I'll text him just to make sure he'll be there tomorrow. So that's going to be fun. And, of course, uh, the golden ticket, is that happening? Yep, golden ticket. So at Thunderwalk, you show up, and we will have 250 envelopes um, that we will hand out to little kids in hopes that one of them will win the golden ticket. And then the kid that wins the golden ticket will get to come down um, during pregame and be our kickoff tea kid. So they'll get to run out and get the off the field after we kick off. Sydney Shelton's joining us from Marshall Marketing, the Thundering Herd taking on JMU tomorrow. But that doesn't mean the weekend ends after Thursday night. Sydney, you can't use that excuse because you got to do volleyball, you got soccer. Uh, let's talk volleyball first. Ari Agnes's squad, let's, uh, let's get a big crowd for them this weekend. Yeah, for sure. We've got, um, they're at home this weekend. They play at 6 o'clock on Friday and at 2 o'clock on Saturday. So make sure you come out support. They've only got a couple home games left, so you want to make sure you get out and get a chance to see them before their fall season ends. Okay. Any um, any special promotions that um, haven't happened before happening or, uh, you know, what can fans expect maybe if we get some new fans that don't have anything to do on a Saturday? Yeah, so along with football, volleyball is doing the We Are Heard Strong game. So it is where we are bringing awareness to um, cancers, not just breast cancer with it being October, but all the cancers. And at football, we will actually have signs at all the gates that you can pick up when you come in that you'll be able to write who you stand for, like who you want to honor, who you care about that 
has been affected by cancer, you know, it's a terrible thing that all of us have just come in contact with someone that has been affected by that terrible disease. And so we just want to bring awareness and honor to those people. And so everyone's going to get one of those cards at football, and we're going to have a timeout where we ask everyone to stand in attendance and hold those signs up and uh, just kind of bring awareness to the issue and to hopefully show support for those um, who have been affected by it. And that'll be at football. And then at volleyball, we actually have cancer ribbons that people can kind of essentially do the same thing. They'll be able to write um, some people's names out, and we're going to display those in the Cam Henderson. Looking forward to it. Sydney Shelton's joining us from Marshall Marketing, the volleyball squad in action. Get to see them now. They're running out of home games before postseason, so let's go out and support the herd. And then on Sunday, who came up with this idea? It was you, right? Herdtober? Herdtoberfest? Who came up with this? It was definitely a group effort. So it was you. We're super excited about it, but Hertoberfest, um, you know, our, our both of our soccer teams are doing so well this season. They play a doubleheader on Sunday. Uh, the men will be coming off of a win tonight versus WVU. We'll be super excited to see them do that tonight. Um, and then our women, this will actually be the women's last home game. And um, so women play first, they play at one, and then we have our October Festival. The first 200 fans um, will get a free, like, beer mug. We're super excited about that. Um, and then, we, you know, we'll just have lots of fun things. There'll be inflatables for the kids. There's going to be a DJ, um, fall photos with Marco we're super excited about. And then also we're going to have pumpkin paintings, and you can come paint some pumpkins with other student athletes um, that attend Marshall. So we're super excited about that. And then once that wraps up, we'll cheer on the men at 430. So big weekend for for soccer, and as you mentioned, Marshall taking on WVU tonight. And after Marshall wins that and comes back home undefeated, unblemished, untied, uh, we'll have Herdtoberfest, which is happening on Sunday. So go support the women, Herdtoberfest, men. It's a great Sunday. Yep, and with that, um, a. You can get into Hertoberfest as long as you have a ticket to one of the matches. And then if you purchase a women's ticket, that will also allow you entry into the men's game. Okay, so if I want to go to the men's game and I want to go to Hertoberfest, might as well come early, go to the women's game, Hertoberfest, the men's game, have a great Sunday. That's a great plan. Absolutely. No better way to spend a Sunday. Okay. And uh, are you looking to do this? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm presuming this is going to be an annual tradition. You're going to try to uh, make this at least once a year for this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'd love to see it continue, and we're just hoping to get Herd fans out to support our student-athletes and uh, whatever we can do to help that experience for our fans and also to grow the love for the sport and for our student-athletes. We're going to do whatever we can. Sydney Shelton's joining us uh, from Marshall Marketing. So, you know, I know you can't look too far ahead. You got to get past all of this first. But uh, what do we got on tap after this? Uh, what's what's coming up that might excite fans to tease them a little bit? I mean, we'll be back in the Cam Henderson for some basketball. Who isn't excited about that? Um, you know, it's always a great time. We have our our first year women's head coach Kim Caldwell joining us. Um, you know, we're super excited that she's a part of the herd now and. Um, you know, she's going to bring some new stuff to the court, and I'm excited for fans to come out and see that. And then, obviously, you have Coach D'Antoni and uh, our wonderful student-athletes over there. So we're super excited for basketball to be out. We've got a 
fans first game coming up on October 29th. So super excited about that. We'll we'll see in the can for another doubleheader. You know, we we love to fill those days up so that everyone can experience both our men and our women's teams. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll be be here before you know it. She you, you know she's going to run teams out of that building. You We're sh- so excited for it. Yeah, she's going to run teams out of that building. They're they don't know slow. Uh you probably didn't get a chance. I was on the uh, conference call this morning just uh, for her Sunbelt appearance for media days. And she, she emphasized this again, that if you're the type of player that, you know, likes to you know, take 30 seconds, you know, you come up the, up the floor slow, you're probably not the type of player she's looking for. She wants to go super fast. So I'm sure her fans, if they haven't seen this yet, go check it out because it's going to be an up and down style of basketball. She's probably going to rival the men as far as how fast she wants to go. And that's exciting. Yeah, we're we're super excited to watch her style of play. It'll be much different than some things that we've had in the past. And so just seeing the, the new things that are coming to the game along with the new student athletes that she's brought in to join our returners, we're just really excited about it. Okay, and we'll, um, we'll save that for next week and the week after because uh, we've got a lot to do this week. Of course, it starts with the football game. It ends with Herdtoberfest, and then we'll reset and do it all over again. So sounds like a busy weekend for you. No rest for you, but – you wouldn't have it any other way, and uh, have fun this weekend. I don't think I'll get to see you tomorrow because you're going to be everywhere. Yeah, no, we love, we love, love, love when we have weekends that are jam packed with all things herd athletics. We love to support our athletes. We love to bring, you know, great experiences out for our fans, and we hope to see you there. Sydney Shelton, Marshall Marketing. I will talk to you hopefully next week. If not, I'll hopefully see you tomorrow. I hope to see you eventually at the, one of these things. I know you're yeah, – for folks that don't know Sydney, she's always in motion. Uh, she probably is the only person on Marshall's staff that can scrimmage the women's team because she's always in that much motion. I don't know about that one, but uh, I do appreciate the compliment, and I look forward to seeing you. You think uh, – you got any eligibility left? Have you talked to Coach Kim? She does not want me on her team. I can assure you that. <laughs> Sid, good talking to you. Always a pleasure. We'll catch up soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's Sydney Shelton, Marshall Marketing. We'll take your text when we continue. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you are a first responder, stop by Frank's Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about sky rizzy the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit skyrizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more a rock from the darker side disturbed live did not be among it down with the sickness get back your life tour february 15th mountain health arena new album divisive available now with special guest falling in reverse and flush Tickets on sale Friday, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Disturbed Live. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Okay, gang, so chances are there'll never be an emergency ever, ever again. Mm -hmm. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. So who's going to do what? Anyone? Uh... Yeah, okay, perfect. We'll figure it out as we go. So who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Ah, good point. So, uh, we all know who to call if something happens then, right? I'd have to call Jill, Devin, Melissa, Karen, and... Bruce. And I will try to call all of you, but Greg doesn't have a cell phone. Dad's phone will have a dead battery. No doubt. And Julie will be on the phone with Jill, Devin, Melissa, Karen, and Bruce. Well, this is great. <laughs> I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. A public service announcement brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the West Virginia Secondary School Activities Commission and the West Virginia Athletic Directors Association. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Tomorrow, time change. We won't be on the air at 5. We'll be on the air at 4. 
with West Virginia and Appalachian Laborers District Council College Football today. It's presented by Lyona, your workforce solution, WVLDC.org. West Lot, that's where I hope to see all of you. And don't forget, if you're going to the game, get your excuse. Marshall put it out on the socials. Get your excuse. Give it to your boss. Marco's excusing you from work. I'm going to try that here, see if that works. I don't think it will, but I'm going to give it a shot. That's pretty funny. I like that. I like it when Marshall and other uh, brands do stuff like that. Just It's kind of cute, but should be a fun one tomorrow. And I think a lot of people would understand. I hope that we get a big crowd tomorrow, nationally televised contest on a Thursday night. I think if Marshall has a, a great showing as far as fan support is concerned, maybe get a great walk-up crowd, whatever the case may be. If it looks good on a Thursday night, that's going to say something about Marshall and the Sun Belt. I mean, it's a nationally televised game Thursday night. There's not going to be that many options. If you want to watch college football, this is going to be your best option. Of course, I know, Thursday night football, NFL, but still, there's a lot of people who would prefer not to watch the NFL. And here's where Marshall can slide right in with JMU. Should be a fun one. We've got it for you if you can't go here on ESPN 94.1. And AM 9.30. Sunbelt Media Days took place today, yesterday. Kim Caldwell speaking to the media. We don't have time to get into that today, but I'll have that posted later on our social media accounts. The best one to find is on Twitter. It's now called X, but for those of you who still call it Twitter, so do I. You can find me at Paul Swan. We'll have the link up a little bit later on for Kim's Basically, first go around at Sunbelt Media Day. So I think she did a fantastic job as she uh, was pretty candid about where she thinks the team is, the competition in the league. We'll have that posted later on today. We'll try to get that posted maybe on our podcast feed as well. But check my socials. Check the station socials. We'll have that available so you can listen to it, and we'll post more on socials. And, of course, when I'm speaking of stuff we're posting, Don't forget, if you miss any part of today's show, if you want to go back and listen to an episode you missed on a different day, you can get our podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast is where you'll get the drive with Paul Swan. And with that said, that's going to do it for this edition. I want to thank my guest. First up, Sydney Shelton from Marshall. Appreciate her coming by. We always have fun. Sydney is uh, high energy, and she's the right person for that job. Definitely getting it done for the Thundering Herd, so appreciate her for taking a break so she can talk to me. And, of course, the voice of the JMU Dukes, Dave Riggert. Appreciate him. Safe travels for him, of course, as the Dukes make their way to Huntington tonight for the game tomorrow, which will be heard right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. That's it. We're done. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 4 o'clock, for West Virginia and Appalachian Laborers District Council College Football Today, presented by Liuna, your workforce solution, WVLDC.org. Until then, have a great night, everyone. Retransmitting in Glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.